Welcome to Meditation Jam. My name is Maria and I am your host. And I live on a beautiful island outside of Gothenburg. And it's a kind of small island, but it's a very luxurious island in the sense that we have two absolutely beautiful yoga studios on this island. And one of them is run by Maria Mebius Schröder and her husband. And they are practicing Kundalini Yoga together with Gong Bath. And today we will be talking Kundalini with Maria. And apart from being a Kundalini teacher, Maria is also a dancer. She is a Gong Bath practitioner and NLP coach and also a process manager for artistic interventions. And it was a beautiful talk about Kundalini and life. And we talk about 40 minutes and then after we will go straight into today's meditation. So I hope you will enjoy it. And now I say warm welcome to Maria. Warm welcome Maria. How are you? Yes, thank you. Fine. Yes, yes. I am so happy to have you here today. Mm. And uh, you are a dancer to begin with. You are a Kundalini yoga teacher, you are a Gong Bath practitioner and a process manager for artistic interventions and an NLP coach. Yes. <laughs> How come you added yoga to your dancing? Because dancing is your core. Yeah, that's my core. So I have always been practicing yoga parallel to the dance training. It's very usual to do that. Okay. And uh, for a long time, I've also been looking for a yoga, a good yoga teacher education. Yeah. And uh, 10 years ago, I was burned out. Okay. I had fatigue syndrome. And during this period, I met a very good yoga therapist ah. who recommended me practicing Kundalini yoga. Yeah. And I have, had never heard about Kundalini yoga before. So that was something new for me. And that was because uh, it's good techniques for handle stress and uh, vitalizing the glandular system and specifically adrenal glands, which produces adrenal and cortisol, which is the biggest medical reasons why you have fatigue syndrome. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I, I did this practice every day and I find that the technology of the Kundalini Yoga really helped me um, creating my own energy from inside and were you still dancing at this time yeah yeah i was still dancing yeah and working as a process manager also yeah yeah it it helped me to create my own energy from inside combating my fatigue yeah uh, and releasing tensions and stress and and also strengthen my mental capacity you know, when you're burned out, you have difficulties with uh, concentrating and like t- thinking. The thinking process is not very sharp. Yeah. <laughs> so that uh, Kundalini you know, helped with this clear thoughts and increased concentration. So around after nine months of practicing every day, every day, I got my health back. So because of this uh, great and important experience, I became a yoga teacher. 
oh, of Kundalini Yoga. That was my ent- entrance into it. Yeah, had you tried other yoga forms before that? or I have trained uh, Ashtanga, Ayenga, Ahatta a lot. Okay. But not Kundalini before. So that was really something new for me. Yeah, uh-huh. and because I just talked to a friend the other day and uh, she has been on the edge to be burned out, but mm-hmm. not gone fully there. But mm-hmm. uh, And she said it's so difficult now because she's studying now. And she said before I could read a book and concentrate for a long time. And now it's like I, I can't uh-huh. concentrate. So it's, of course, the, the, the stress that is, you know, getting your mind to, to wobble and mm-hmm. and run. But how long... Uh, when you started with the Kundalini, did you start to feel like, okay, I'm actually sinking into my body? and Quite uh, soon or quick. So it, it has uh, quick effects. Yeah. But then when you, when you do it regularly, you deepen that and you feel more and more and you can be more and more within yourself and follow your own process. Yeah. Uh, so, so it's deepened by practicing regularly. So you have, so even if you were to start today, say for once a week, you would start to feel the uh, effects. Yeah, you should. You yeah. will start to feel it. But if you then want to have it within your life or your daily life, then you maybe you should do it a couple of more times per week. Yeah. To to not have it one week event thing, but to really live with it. Mm. That's a recommendation if you want to see the effects, the, the real effects yeah. on your whole system. And I have to say also, because we live on an island yeah. and it's not so big. Mm. And it's such a luxury to actually have two beautiful yoga studios yeah. on this island. And yeah. one is run by you and your husband and he's a musician. Yes. And uh, it's, I just love because you incorporate sometimes he plays a little bit piano and sometimes it's been the drums and of course the sound both and Mm -hmm. in the kundalini is sound a big part yeah it's a big part because uh, the vibrations and the frequencies from the gong for instance Mm. um, or the sing bowls also very powerful they have an effect on your on a cell so it's uh, it's uh, working together with all the other tech techniques that uh, Kundalini uh, offers. Yeah, like so, an extra gift. Yeah. And where did you study? In I Sweden studied or? here yeah. in in Gothenburg. Yeah. A two years uh, education. Mm-hmm. I've been teaching for eight years now, practicing every day for ten years, like that. And we talked about it a little bit already, but if you were to describe the kundalini benefits and what kind of form if i mean mm. i'm sure a lot of people have tried yoga today mm-hmm. or at least know what it is but we, we know that there are uh, benefits but sometimes there can be challenges as well yeah so for me kundalini yoga is a combination of physical mental and spiritual techniques yeah which increase your capacity of being aware and uh, dealing with life mm uh, it's very concrete. It's it's also called uh, household yoga because it's it's meant to take the the experience and the insights you get from the practice on the mat into your daily life. Oh, I love that's, that. That's the yeah. whole point with it. Yeah. To, to use your own uh, wisdom out from the yoga practice. So my experience is that Kundalini Yoga gives you the possibility to explore 
your nature as a human being and your patterns, both mental thought patterns as well as your emotional patterns and how to react when you get emotionally tricked. For instance, if you get angry, sad, disappointed, restless, whatever, to really understand how these patterns shapes you and how all the reactions we have colors your personality mm. and your behaving. Kundalini Yoga also offer you guidance for connecting to your inner wisdom, uh, intuition and heart as all the other yoga traditions as well, of mm. course. And the technology develop your relation to your neutral mind, which is a place inside your head where you observe and witness yourself. Uh, your thoughts, your emotions, your body sensations without judging, censor or having any opinions. You're just listening from a very silent, neutral and calm place, mm. which give you perspective. And from there... Together with your intuition and heart, you guide yourself through the, through the dramas of life. Yeah. <laughs> and through conflicts and challenges. So there we have yeah. how to deal with challenges. Go to your neutral mind. Mm. So take a pause and see if you can, instead of reacting and be impulsive mm. in a challenging situation, take a pause Connect to your neutral mind and see how you can be guided from your inner wisdom. So that's of course easier said than done. But by practice you will develop awareness and have a strong inner leadership. You will develop your inner leadership. And I think that is so important in today. And, and for those of you who are following this pod, you know that I'm always talking about uh, living from the heart and listening uh, to the heart instead of the mind. And the mind is more like a co-assistant. And sometimes we know this and uh, we know that that is the right, but we kind of forget it because we are so used to our old habits and patterns yeah. coming up. And then I think then it's really good to have this like kundalini yoga to help us even more get into mm. the heart mind mm. uh, yeah mm. and I, I call this the spiritual part of the yoga yeah. for me it's the spiritual part this with the inner leadership to follow and strengthen your intuition and your heart and also it really gives you capacity for decision making mm from another place from of you mm. instead of the concrete situation and colored from the the drama or the conflicts that's yeah. there that you can take decisions from another place and make conscious choices so that will be different your life will change i mean and you actually work with leadership with coaching and uh, yes yeah, i do as yeah. well yeah. yeah and and you then use some of your tools from the kundalini into that or? yeah i have started recently to and my vision is to do it more yeah. and find my way of connecting these creative methods that i use when we have artistic interventions yeah. dealing with society development also bringing in the the knowledge and the techniques from the yoga yeah. to work with our mind and to have a good ground in inside ourselves when we work with bigger issues uh, about the world 
our challenges, climate, integration, yeah. or whatever, segregation. Oh, I, I love that. <laughs> uh, so I know that for some Kundalini, and, and also myself, my first experience with Kundalini was when I started with yoga, and I just thought it was so slow, and I couldn't really understand what I was doing there. <laughs> and everything depends on, on the trainer, if we have the same vibe. Because when I started with you... It's not that at all, but Kundalini do have a spiritual aspect within itself in the, in the teaching. So it's like parts I, I experience. You have the, the movement and then you have... The, Pranayama, the breathing. Yeah, oh yeah, that's really... Uh, yeah sets your body going <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. and then of course the the mantras and and uh, meditation meditation so we call it five different base techniques what you said asanas pranayamas uh, mantras meditation and mudras oh yeah of course so, so it's the the hand positioning how you place your hand together with meditation and mantras yeah and that is about uh, directing energy that you are working with inside your body to direct it in a specific way concerning the purpose of the of the exercise. Yeah. Mm. I've actually just started to become a bit fascinated about mudras. Yeah. <laughs> so uh. I started to read more about yeah. it because uh. I I mean it's uh, as you say it directs the energy but also it kind of sets your intent. Yeah, because the mudra have some kind of intent, and then you ground that intent. Right. So all these five is the kundalini practice. Yeah. Right. And when you, we do these sound bath every after every practice, and mm-hmm. also some days you have these uh, sound bath for a longer period, and you can really feel the effect. Is it like I said? It's the vibration that is. Yeah, we call it uh, gong bath. Oh, gong bath. Yeah, yeah. gong bath, and. Uh, when you have a gong bath uh, for one hour or more, yeah. it, it's really about healing. And because of the frequencies and vibrations from the gong, it has the effect on, on a cell level in the body. So you're just laying down, you're doing nothing on your back, laying down and re- release your body. Set it in a, a receiving, and you want to receive the vibrations. So you're cooperating with the sound in that way. So it's it's not a good thing to lay down and be tensed. So that's the only thing you have to do is to relax, really. Deep yeah. inside, relax. And then it balances itself, the body. And it uh, very, goes very, very, very deep. For all I met, it's like a wow, you know, a fantastic yeah. experience. Yeah. Very different from... All other kind of experience. Yes, also yeah. because you are just laying, lying there. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> and but as ha- you say, re- receiving, but still you just. And it happens so much inside. Yeah. So you can cure yourself if you have like a headache, okay, or a cold or pain somewhere. Mm-hmm. You can have gong bath for this, or if you feel that you are not in a. If you are unbalanced in some way. So it's, it's a really good thing to give yourself. Yeah. How often do you and, and Christian go yeah. on? Yeah, it's Christian. Uh, he's a percussionist also and pianist. So he yeah. is very good at this gong bath. Playing the gong, it's his thing really. So he gives one hour once a, uh, a month. Once a month. We yeah. have one hour gong bath on the island. Yeah. Oh. It's beautiful. <laughs> uh. So... 
I know there is a lot of talk in, uh, in our spiritual community that the Kundalini energy is on the rise and it's been sleeping and now it's because people are waking up. Mm. Uh, people, in, uh, people are coming to uh, well, moving the uh, your thought or your action process from the mind to your heart and it's mm. kind of you're starting to listen to yourself and mm. some say that is the uh, Kundalini energy rising from the resting place mm. and have you as a Kundalini teacher do you experience this in the people who is coming to you that people are becoming more aware maybe or more into the practice or yeah, have you had experience yeah, of this? Absolutely, because we have um, students uh, who come like every week for years. Yeah. Then you are really in a process because this is the the core thing that it's a process and it should be slow mm. to awaken the Kundalini energy within yourself. Mm. It should go slow. It's very important because you have to be super grounded. Mm. And for that you have to do a lot of yoga practice to really have the foundation for raising uh, your energy up to the crown chakra. But that's what uh, we do. Every, every class is about this. But we do it very soft and gentle and, and in a slow way so that you can be with yourself in the process. And it's all about being more awake and more aware to really be there in life. It's about life force. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, for me, it's nothing, not mysterious at all. No. It's quite simple. To be in life. <laughs> yeah, to be in life. Yeah. Yeah. And to be awake, aware. And I've heard that there is an expression of you can get some kundalini, uh, not psychosis, but if you do mm. try and do it too quick, then that could affect you in some... Uh, yeah, it's good you mentioned this, because yeah. uh, if you Google on kundalini energy or kundalini, this will come up high up. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's strange because, I mean, I've done this 10 years. I never experienced anything myself that is uncomfortable or making me in unbalance and my teachers who have been doing this for like 30 40 years full time they have never met any oh that's either. so funny yeah, yeah so i think it's of course it has happened some individuals and then it it goes like a you know a romer or something nice to talk about because yeah, it's yeah, yeah. a drama <laughs> the drama we like the drama yeah yeah, uh, yeah. so um, i think of course it can happen if you are very ungrounded instable and maybe have you know issues with yourself uh, and then if you do the techniques very in a pushed way, quick way, yeah. and like force yourself or have a very bad teacher who is forcing you to anything. Maybe it can set things in a big unbalance. Mm. Of course, that can happen. But I have never seen it. Oh, good, good. So oh. it's, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not dangerous. It's like a headline for, oh. uh, yeah. It's not dangerous. <laughs> what I like... Like we talked about, to become aware and to connect with yourself. And I know that, of course, you are a dancer to begin mm -hmm. with. You, mm -hmm. you work with artists and mm -hmm. you are creative and artistic. So 
How can you, uh, how do you feel that the Kundalini is uh, has helped you with this, or do you feel it's helped you with this, with your creative creativity? Yeah, it's it's a lot about creativity, and maybe in the Kundalini practice, it's about getting touch with your flow, mm. your energy flow inside the body, mm. and and uh, when you are have a flow inside easiness and flowing uh, energy you get creative because when the vertebras and the spine fluid is uh, you know in uh, emotion then your brain is working so much better so kundalini yoga is about a lot of brain work stimulates the brain and uh, in that way of course you get more creative because you you ground yourself you get more power and maybe more trust to mm. yourself because you feel yourself more mm. you get to know yourself more and then you dare to express yourself in your own way which is the point really to be unique to express yourself in your uniqueness so that's what uh, we are like stimulating with the practice yeah. something because you, you know we, you talk about artists well if you're dancing or playing an instrument that you can get into the soul you kind of get the spirit in you and and mm. it's it, it's just start taking over and, yeah. and moving you and right so do you think it's the same thing that is happening in that moment that it's everything is just aligned within your absolutely yeah it's just opened and yeah yeah so a great thing is to do the yoga practice first and then go to your art uh, expressions whatever it is yeah and so that's a great thing you should uh-huh. try that because then you are also in an unpersonal you can connect more to what's going on and to answer what's going on more than to wanting something from yeah. your ego or so to to be more in the flow and it's not about you it's more about the creation the what creation you, itself yeah, yeah. yeah to serve the creation itself so that's a good thing to do to yeah. ground yourself with yoga and then go for it and that got me thinking because we just touched it before but the thing you are doing with this artistic interventions and uh, subjects in in the society just tell me a little bit about that mm. what was that yeah it can be um, you know it's so exciting to live today because everyone wants you know to meet yeah and to uh, be challenged with each other's competences and to develop something greater than you can do yourself yeah so that's a really clear longing or a, it's very obvious longing from almost everyone i met in professional life so what we do is cross sectorial processes where we connect partners from different sectors of society yeah so it can be private and public and a university and municipalities and and also organizations of course to reflect and to develop challenging questions it could be about the climate or integration or uh, segregation or whatever it is and then we have an artist to have because the artists are expert in creativity and have very different and specific methods for stimulating creativity uh, so we let the artist 
lead the process and yeah. invite everyone into this methods and yeah. from there we reflect and from there we build bridges over to the question that we are working with so you get insights or new perspectives or new way of thinking from another place because you have been experiencing something different than you usually do plus i think art is like this uh, quick way to connect within yeah exactly yeah so when you are in that place mm. and you are with this group then of course you come from that you are connected with your heart or with the higher vibe or whatever you want to call it but then so it's such a good and it's mm. i can't see that it's been happening for too long that that actually companies are, are doing this Uh, well, we have been doing this for 18 years now. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah mm. Both here in Sweden, mostly in around Gothenburg and the region, and but also abroad. It's a big interest, but of course it's not the the normal way of of doing of yeah. working. So it's a bit on the edge still. But we do need to find new ways of doing. Yeah. It's, it's not really working the way it's been done. <laughs> So I also know, uh, I don't, I can't remember if it wasn't this spring, maybe it was the spring before or two years ago, I can't remember, but you had this uh, weekend retreat with the detox uh, theme yeah. that I, I attended to. And I remember that when I, I can't remember if it was one or two days, but when I came back home, I was like physically uh, sick uh, a bit uh-huh. and I consider myself i mean i don't uh, drink i don't drink coffee i don't smoke no, right. it's like, i mean uh, dark chocolate that's my vice mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so I, i kind of consider myself um not too out there in the in the, in all these things but still my body was like uh you know releasing all these yeah toxins uh, from so detoxing with kundalini is that I mean, now this weekend was like a weekend for it. But mm. if you would go to a daily practice or something, you would still do. Is it the breeding yeah. or is it it's, the... It's a lot about the breeding uh, techniques. Yeah. Who is uh, about uh, eliminating toxins in the body and cleaning the blood and yeah. also stimulating digestion. Those three together, if you do it like regularly, yeah. you will have a, a good a cleansing in your system going on because today we eat food that is very you know a lot of toxins in it we have to have techniques for eliminating these to not get ill or have ache and so oh and i should say also that Mm. uh, i was feeling ill for like the evening but the next day i was it was like a bungee jump but on the other way (laughs) yeah that's Uh, that's the normal really way to yeah. <laughs> sink down to this. Oh, what's going on? Yeah, and then, you, yeah, then you, it's released. So that's a really good, um, good part of the, oh. of, of the breathing and kundalini. So now, I mean, the times are like they are, and I know that you had um, closed the the studio for a little while, and now you opened with the lesser pupils and or practitioners, but you're also on Zoom. Yes, yes, and uh, starting to do your... Uh, how do you think that is working? And will you continue with this even after Corona? Yeah, absolutely. We we have noticed that it's, it's really a great thing to have Zoom because people maybe are a bit cold or don't feel really, really well to be in a room with others. Yeah. And then they can uh, do the yoga at home. Or if you're really 
if you really feel that uh, I don't absolutely not I, I mean if you are over 70 and you really don't want to be in groups then it's the perfect tool so we have been doing this we, we mix live and zoom yoga so uh, we have uh, less people in the room because of COVID-19 and then we have on zoom too and of course we will continue with this yeah it's a great thing you can be wherever in the world and you can do your practice with the teacher you like exactly yeah. yeah and I'm thinking a lot of maybe we won't be traveling so much after we don't know how it will be but mm-hmm. even so you might be not on the island yeah, right, right. <laughs> and you true. want to continue your yoga yeah. practice uh, yeah. yeah so I think it, it's really good and mm. it's so good to hear that it's, it's working and in covid times is there anything uh, with the kundalini practice that uh, you know feel you feel is um, helping I'm reflecting upon all the worries and fear in our society today that we are like overwhelmed. Our system is really stressed about worries yeah. and fear. And, and that is uh, Kundalini Yoga is really helpful for releasing fear. Oh, that's good. And uh, stress and worries because we work so mentally also and uh, physically, of course. Yeah. It's a lot of physical oh, exercise. Yes. It's a dynamic <laughs> kind of yoga. It's a dynamic yoga form. So together with the physical exercises, the breathing exercises and the mantra and the meditations, where you will have a good uh, survival kit. Yeah, that's say. good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then we come to the part where I have five questions uh, with all my guests, the same questions, just because to get different perspectives, because we all go through these times and shifts and things in in somewhat the same way, but we all have our tools to, yeah. to uh, navigate. And my mission is to ignite our pure heart so we can hear that inner voice and be aware with all its wisdom, joy and love. And so I'm just curious, you as a, as a person and a Kunalini teacher, <laughs> when you are being thrown out uh, of your day, what is your top trick to connect to your heart and that that I I call the inner inner voice heart what is your top trick and can you easily tell when you are not connected Mm. yeah uh, my top trick is to meditate or to sing mantras that's a very quick reset it doesn't take many you can do it if you do it 11 minutes you have a completely new state of Uh mind uh, so it's very useful in, also if you don't have a lot of time. And it's because when you, when you meditate, you, you go to your neutral, as I talked about before, your neutral mind. You connect to your neutral mind inside, inside your head uh, and the, your thought streams are calming down. Yeah. So it, it gets more silent and in that, in that space you develop your your inner voice or your your intuition is heard. You can connect your intuition in the meditation and connect to your heart. And out from that you can, you know, get on track again so that you are true to mm. yourself. So that's my top trick to <laughs> meditate. And um, when I'm not connected is when, when I'm filled with, with doubts. That is also haunting me. 
my personality is I easily get uh, filled with doubts and worries and um, now I've been really looking at this you know and working with it so I can more and more take the lead over that but it it's always a daily work in a way yeah to to really have the discipline to to be in your mind with your mind where it supports you and yeah. not go with the flow of of doubts and worries and uncertainty i mean uncertainty in that way that you don't are sure about yourself your self esteem and so yeah and i think today it's uh, with uh, everything that is happening around the world we are really getting like hit on our heads with this lesson of we really have to find the peace within. Yeah. Because otherwise you can't function with everything no, going it's on. It's super important. Yeah. We are overwhelmed with information. Yeah. And uh, catastrophes Ex- of yeah. all kinds. So if you can't, it's like we are getting the tools and we just have to pick them up. And if we don't do it, then uh, mm. yeah, it's not a good life. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes I feel it. Uh, I'm struggling with this at times. I don't know if it's my. Is this really my heart speaking, or is it actually my ego who is still kind of to want to get um, uh, get mm. heard? So, mm. how do you tell the difference between these two? Mm. Yeah, I believe that the heart is always serving the higher purpose in each situation Mm. and and that means that it's not always the best for me uh, as a person individually in the short term in in the short run or what I wish or want but in the long run it's the most sustainable way and also the most developing way of concerning the situation but when the ego is dominating you it's so easy to follow your desire to to gain something out from a situation. To have a winning. That's the difference from the ego and the heart. The heart is not haunting for a, a winning. Yeah, not at all. But the ego is always haunting for a winning. To be able to see the differences is really the starting point, I think. That's a good uh, good way to, to mm. describe it. So, okay, so now we're here. Okay, this is... This is coming from within, I hear you. Mm. But it's still maybe not always um, so easy to t- take action on it because no. it could be a big step mm-hmm. uh, or a small step. But it could be so. Uh, can you think of an example when you really followed your voice even though maybe your mind was saying, should you really do this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I have an example when I was, was very young. I yeah. was uh, 15 mm-hmm. years old and it was during my dance education. Yeah at the Swedish Ballet School in Stockholm. And many of us, including me, had injuries for a long time, a period. And during that time, it was very lonely to be injured. And also, you became easily invisible for yeah. the teachers because you wasn't dancing. Yeah. You were sitting and looking when they, the others were dancing. So you became very invisible. My, my heart said that I... I should go to the headmaster and uh, and in the end I overcame my fear so I went to the headmaster and asked uh, for mental training as the you know athletes have for mm. years but the dancers the dance world 
didn't have anything of mental training. I mean, for better handle stress during long time of suffering from injuries, yeah. for example. And uh, that was my head really said, no, what you can't do this. You know, you're ridiculous. You're this is a bad idea. You are just a kid. You know, yeah, like yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> but I did it. So that was uh, a situation where my heart. It didn't the, take no for an to answer. To the leadership. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm assuming that it went well. No, it didn't. <laughs> but no, yeah. but in, a, in a way it did. Because in the situation I was laughed upon. The headmaster okay. started to laugh. So I felt so, you know, I felt so bad. But it led me to, to find the tools myself. Yeah. So I find the mental training not in the in my education, but yeah. outside. And now I'm working with it. Yes. So I mean, I, maybe yeah. it was the starting point. Yeah, exactly. Mm, it was your way. heart saying something that, okay. Uh, this is something. This to, is something. To, this is yeah. important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think so. So I think gratitude is such a lovely way to create more of uh, the things we want to attract into life mm-hmm. and enjoy. And sometimes we forget it. And especially we forget to be grateful too ourselves and our body and what it's actually doing and uh, helping us with so have you a tip to see and accept and be grateful to our own part in the flow of life Mm. i have a tip and i think it's quite common these days yeah (laughs) but it works really and it's really a powerful and mind shifting tool you can say to every day before you go asleep to define three things that you from your day that you feel gratitude gratitude over. So this approach of looking for grati- gratitude and you know observing it and I identify it. I mean identify yeah. it uh, can naturally inspire your way of experience life overall. It could really uh, go further on and then you you become you will see more and more of it during the day also and maybe also starting to think what should i look for for my three things and yeah right to, yeah look right for it. yeah yeah because yeah. yeah. i have to have them tonight yeah yeah and it's good and i i have you know a small small notebook very yeah. small and i i write just a, a word maybe a couple of words yeah so three different things and often they can be the same mm-hmm. it doesn't matter because in the sameness, it's, I mean, it's different, different yeah. but same. Yeah. I mean, I know the situation, da, 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 it's, that's different from day to day. But the, the core of it, that could maybe be the same. And that's also interesting to see. So it can have many shapes and forms, same values. Yeah, so for the last question here, so we all, of course, have our ups and downs in life and... I'm thinking I know the answer, but it might not be the right the, the answer. I'm thinking. So when do you feel the most connected to life and with its joy and the flow? And, uh, and how does it show up for you in mm-hmm. your day? It's often when I'm free from doubts and worries and mm-hmm. fear. And uh, that all, always happens when I'm relaxed. I mean, it's difficult to be really relaxed and uh, having fear in your body yeah you can't do or it being really. yeah. very worried so the feeling of trust in the moment and being really relaxed within that's the state for me to f- free myself from worries and 
Ja, but then how to get there? Then I use the yoga. Exactly. <laughs> I was thinking yoga or dancing. <laughs> yeah, uh, dancing also. Yeah. That's the, yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I improvise, when I dance, I, I work with improvisation. Yeah. That also a, a place when I can free myself from worries because it's so you are in the moment. You don't mm. have time to be worried no. yeah. or have fear because you are working with instant composition and that goes very quick. So yeah. you have to be present and really be aware about what's going on then you cannot really be so fearful you don't have time for that that's really seeing have you experienced that you started uh, dancing and had that you know unsettled feeling and then it just goes away when because you become so part of the flow yeah of course uh, it's it's a practice to to really to have the mind and to to have the trust it's Mm. about trust 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 to the moment trust to yourself so of course i have experienced being um, not there thinking instead of being inside the improvisation and it's awful yeah it's painful yeah you know it's very uncomfortable but you can train yourself and when it uh, when you work a lot in many years it go- comes more and more and it's easier to to be um. mm. and i think as you say you you get the trust that you know that Mm. this is where I want to go yeah. and I can trust myself when I'm there exactly Yeah. and you have had experience of dealing with it before so you know you can and also another place is it's when you have a really good conversation with someone where there is mutual interest presence yeah. that's also a really good place to be So I think this has been a really nice conversation. <laughs> I love to hear this. And is there anything you would like to add? I will say thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah, It has been yeah. great to have have these uh, questions from you to reflect upon and to to be here and, and share. And, yeah, thank yeah, you. And, and, and you. Uh, I should we should also say that I will add your link to um, your Zoom classes. Mm. And they are in Swedish. Yes, yes. Mm. But of course, if there are people from abroad, I can switch to English because almost everyone in Sweden knows English quite well. Exactly. So it's that's a no problem. Yeah, in a way. And I should also say that you even uh, every now and then you have these weekends when you do like a program. Ah, uh, retreats. Retreats. Yeah, yeah. retreats. Yeah. Mm. Next time we have uh, around New Year. Okay. So set the intention for the. The new, the, yeah. the new year and it's a very nice process also to get to your aim and I'm sure there's a lot of people who are really happy <laughs> to leave this year yeah. but I think it's I mean it, it is what it is but it's there is also like we are becoming more creative because we have to find new ways yeah. and we're also getting in touch with what is important in life mm-hmm. and it is about seeing each other and, and you're missing the hug or you're missing like the social part It is some pluses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. of course. Yeah. All challenges have opportunities. Exactly. Yeah. Always. Okay, so big thank you so much. Mm. Uh, and now I will go straight into meditation. So you could all please just sit back and we'll start soon. So let's start by taking three deep breaths.
then imagine that there is a pillar of red healing earth energy that it is coming from mother earth and it's going up through you and around you covering your body inside and out and continuing up and out into the sky and the universe and we now have this red healing earth energy keeping us grounded on this journey then imagine that there is a similar pillar of divine bright light is universal energy that is coming from above and it's going down through you and around you covering your body inside and out and continuing into mother earth and we now have this universal energy keeping us balanced on this journey and we take another deep breath Imagine that there is a light coming from Mother Earth, a beautiful vibration that is sparkling, shining, and it's moving up through your feet. moving up through your legs effortless moving through your back moving out into your arms your fingers it's moving through your neck up through your head and out through your crown chakra, the top of your head. And it's continuing up through the air. Up through the atmosphere. into the universe and here it expands in all directions like a fountain of this vibration moving through Mother Earth going through us and out And with every breath we take, the further it expands into the vast universe. It is a limitless energy. And it 
is moving through us with a feeling of joy and happiness. Maybe a feeling of relief. And it's connecting us to the vibration of the abundant earth. A creative earth. the loving universe and as we are letting this energy move through us starting to shift maybe in structure appearance vibration Let whatever comes up for you be the right image at this point and if nothing don't worry just by you being here listening to this your energy is doing the work for you so you can just relax and keep on following the journey. energy or vibration that is moving through us coming from Mother Earth going up into the universe connecting us opening our chakras as it flows effortless infinite connected to a feeling of joy and peace 
feeling of being content with who we are, where we are, what we are, how we are. It is a feeling of just being or existing in this loving vibration. There has no expectations, no limits. All we have to do is to exist, to breathe, and allow this energy to move through us, from Mother Earth, through our body, out and up into the universe. And there are no restrictions. Nothing to think about. It is a state of allowing. It is a state of peace. And as we spread out into the universe, in this fountain of energy, the connection is deepening the feeling of being in the present in the future and the past all at once as we are in this moment just existing within this connection within our energy Just breathing, relaxing into the vibration, without control, without expectation of anything 
other than allowing ourselves to just be free loved and happy Take a deep breath. And if there is any situation in life where you feel stuck, feel the energy is no longer assisting you or you the energy maybe a thought pattern a reaction a habit You can add that into this fountain of energy by setting your focus to do so. And see the energy break free in this infinite flow. And feel the energy break free. Or maybe you hear it or sense it. Again, let whatever comes up for you be the right thing at this moment. Take a deep breath and we slowly start to to our body come back to mother earth
you like you can set your intention to keep this infinite flow of love and happiness open in your day and life together with your presence in the now complete and peaceful and we return back into the space where you started and we give thanks to Mother Earth and Father Universe and our Higher Self for joining us today and you can start to come fully back start to move your hands, your feet, your neck maybe clap your hands and stamp your feet and I thank you for listening Satnam so welcome back I hope you enjoyed that and it was such a freeing energy I felt. I just sat with this big smile (laughs) on my lips all the time. It was like something was just being lifted from us so that we could stay in the present, totally connected in a beautiful way. I just felt all this love and joy moving through the whole body and as always if you fall asleep or if you are having your thoughts on something else that doesn't matter just by you being here listening to this the energy is doing the work for you so the words are more something for our mind to keep busy as the energy is is doing the work and also to give a little bit of inclination of what is going on so what we did was there was this beautiful energy from mother earth that just went through us and opened us and then aligned with the universe to bring in this really peaceful present state and i i don't know how you felt but for me it was like i was just everywhere it's like i was every particle all over and still within my body and with that came this really content and peaceful but also a happy feeling and I saw it as this beautiful fountain that was moving through us with no limitation there was no no ending and it just kept on expanding further and further out so I'm really excited to see how this will transform in our lives and this I'm thinking this feeling of being in the now being present in each moment fully. I love that this this is one tool to move into that state and as we talk today with Maria another way to get into this is through the Kundalini Yoga to get into the state of being aware and being present and with that there are so many advantages and perks that comes. Uh, For example of course peace of mind but a race of creativity and we don't have to be in a creative field to enjoy the benefits of being creative because 
I believe there are creativity in all areas and it benefits all areas. But it's also about creating our life. So it's a creative flow of energy that stems from being in the moment. And I recommend for all of you to, if you have any special insight or vision or thoughts, just to write them down. Or maybe just write down the journey if you manage to stay awake. To go back, say in a month or six months time, just to keep track of what was happening and see where you are further along the way. And that is a way for our mind to trust more of this process. And as always, if you enjoyed it, please subscribe if you haven't already and share it with your friends. Today is the 30th of September and tomorrow I will do a full moon meditation. And then on Sunday I have a pure heart ignition. It is a guided meditation where we uh, work with energies to ignite our heart. And I don't have the theme of this energy we will be working with yet. But I'm feeling it will arrive in tomorrow maybe or the day after. So I will put that out on my uh, social media. And if you like to join you have information about that on my webpage. So again big big thank you to Maria who joined today. And... I hope you have a beautiful fortnight and I see you again in two weeks time. Satan.